0: It's time for the Ship Report, the show about all things maritime. I'm Joanne Rideout. It's Monday, January 8th, 2024. Well, today I'd like to talk with you about king tides happening this month in Oregon and Washington. You're probably aware of the term king tides. They are those higher than normal high and low tides that happen annually in the fall and winter time. We had some in late fall last year and we'll have some this month. This week, actually. So this week on Thursday the 11th through Saturday the 13th, we're having king tides happening. And the king tides are part of the normal tidal cycle or calendar. They're just higher highs and lower lows. So just to be clear for folks who may be new to this concept of tides or new to our area, we generally have two high and two low tides a day. And each day, the high and low tide times are about 45 minutes to an hour later than they were the day before. This is important to keep in mind because the timing of the tides changes daily and it works its way around the 24-hour clock, so it's different every day. And just because it was low tide at the beach last time you were there, it doesn't mean necessarily that it will be low tide next time you go. This is why we have tide tables and tide apps on our phones. Those things tell us approximately when high and low tide are happening and how high and how low. The water will be. Another thing about tides, they happen at different times in different places too. So high tide in Astoria off the downtown waterfront doesn't happen at the same time as it does in seaside or on the Long Beach Peninsula or in Portland or maybe Longview. So this is another reason to get a tide app on your phone if you are a person who likes to go to the beach or the river or a tide table booklet if you're someone who prefers paper. You can also look these things up online. But let's take a look at our tidal information for this week for our King Tide period. That's Thursday through Saturday this week. This information is for the Astoria port docks, so right off the downtown waterfront. Turns out there are some pretty high tides happening. For instance, on Thursday the 11th, the second and highest tide of the day is happening at about 12.30 p.m. off Astoria. That high tide will be almost 10 feet. The low tide after that will be a minus tide of minus 1.3 feet. We have similar tidal conditions on Friday, but the high tide is at about 1.30 p.m. and on Friday at about 2.30 p.m. Now what does that mean? A 10-foot high tide or a minus tide? Compared to what? So this is where we take a look at how tides are calculated. And those tide numbers you see on your app are referenced against historical data. It's against something called MLLW, or mean lower low water. So MLLW is zero, and the tide can be either above or below that. So a 10-foot tide is 10 feet higher than mean lower low water. Now MLLW, as it's called, is, is a standard called a datum that's calculated like this. It's the average height of the lowest tide recorded at a tide station each day during a 19-year recording period, known in fancy terms as the National Tidal Datum Epoch, as used by the United States National Oceanic and Atmospheric Administration, that's NOAA. So to clarify that a bit, it's the average of the lowest of the low tides over 19 years, and the lowest of the low tides refers to the fact that on any day, one of our low tides is lower than the other, so an average of the lowest of the low. Why is this done? Well, one of the big reasons for mariners wanting to know what the tides are doing is that it tells them whether they will have enough water under the bottom of their boat or ship to safely float and navigate around. So if the data is intentionally referenced to that lowest of the low average, it sort of gives mariners a worst-case scenario so they can feel confident that if they can make it at low tide, the rest of the tidal cycle will be higher or just have a super conservative take on how high the water is. This sort of builds in a margin for safety. And clamors here on ocean beaches like minus tides, meaning tides that are below that MLLW average because it means more beach area to dig. But other factors affect how high the tide will be other than averages. Storms and storm surges and other factors like runoff into rivers can affect tides and how high they get. And so there is another factor to take into account, and that is the tidal anomaly. A tidal anomaly is an estimate of how off the prediction is because of local conditions. It can add height to a high tide prediction, and that can sometimes be the difference between flooding and staying below flood stage under some circumstances. I'll let you know later in the week if there will be tidal anomalies affecting the height of our king tides. Right now, we just know that they will be higher than usual. If you want to know more about king tides locally, You can go to websites for Oregon and Washington for the King Tide Project in either state. So depending on where you live, you can just Google that and learn more. Let's take a look at the Oregon King Tides Project. Here's some info from their website. Quote, The term King Tide is a non-scientific term that refers to the highest winter tides that occur each year. These extreme high tides occur when the moon's orbit comes closest to the Earth The Earth's orbit is closest to the sun, and the sun, moon, and Earth are in direct alignment, thereby increasing the gravitational influence on the tides. So one way that you can get involved in this King Tides project is by taking pictures of really high tide effects in your community. The effect of King Tides can vary considerably. In some cases, they may barely even be noticed, and in other cases, a King Tide may cause coastal erosion, flooding and disruption to normal daily routines. So you can participate in the project by taking pictures of areas that are impacted by king tides and sharing photos. These photos help guide sea level rise modeling and mapping, give meaning to data and charts, and educate others about how the Oregon coast is experiencing the impacts of climate change. So you can take pictures and submit them You can go to either the website for the Oregon or Washington King Tide Project and look for, it's different on each page, but look for ways where you can submit your photos. But of course, it's winter now, and that always figures into the picture, so to speak. So don't do anything that would put you in danger just to take a picture. If we happen to have a sneaker wave warning later this week, and even if we don't, be very mindful if you go to the beach. Never turn your back on the ocean It's not a cliché it's the real deal. We'll have more king tides in February. I'll talk about those when they come around. You've been listening to the Ship Report, the show about all things maritime. I'm Joanne Rideout. You'll find ship schedules and a podcast of this program on my website at shipreport.net. Ship Report podcasts are on Apple and Spotify. You'll find marine weather and links to ship schedules. You'll find marine weather and links to ship schedules and more on my Ship Report Facebook page.